0: Hello, hello everybody (laughs) and welcome. There was like two loading bars on going live, so maybe we've had a false start, but it's great to have you with us. Uh, Ella, Andy, good morning, everybody. Good morning. morning. (laughs) Um, And welcome to you if you are joining us online, uh, live at the moment. Great to have you with us. Uh, This is the St John's Bible breakfast discussion where we go through the book of Luke the book about Jesus' life, or one of the four books about Jesus' life, and have a discussion about it. Um, And we're doing this on a Wednesday because in Melbourne, where we all live, well, as in us three at least, uh, there was a big public holiday yesterday and we had a bit of a sleep in. So
1: normally on a Tuesday, this week, Wednesday. I must say, if I can just take a little tangent, uh, yesterday's public holiday is the one I understand the least of all the public holidays we have in Melbourne. Mm. Because it's on a Tuesday. No, because it's the Melbourne Cup. I'm just like, like I I could count on one hand the number of people I know who care about horse racing. Yeah,
2: and it's, it's I'm like thankful for the day minute. off. But it's like yeah. it's like a three minute thing as well. It's like yeah. super quick.
1: Number number two is Queen's birthday because it's not her birthday. <laughs> She's At least it's on a Monday minutes.
0: though. It gives you a proper long weekend. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so uh, we're going to go for about half an hour. So we'd love for you to stick with us there. If you are someone who is watching live and has access to YouTube chat, we would love you to contribute contribute to our discussion yeah. with your own thoughts or your own questions.
1: Yeah, and um, say hi, like Dai has done. Good morning, Dai. Hello, Dai. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, at any point, just jump in uh, and share your thoughts and Andy's going to monitor those this morning and chuck them into our conversation as we go. We are looking at Luke chapter 5 verses 12 to 16. So have your Bible open or your Bible app open or your Bible gateway website or any of those other websites that have free access to the Bible. We use the NIV translation for our reading. So Uh, bear that in mind but you can look at your own translation as well we encourage you to just have us going you don't need to watch us the whole time we don't use slides or anything like that so um, you know you don't need to keep your eyes glued to the screen you can prepare your breakfast or do your stretches or whatever as you go Um, but yeah do use the chat if you've got access to it if you're catching up uh, don't bother jumping in the chat
1: it doesn't work um, you can you can leave a comment though, and you can like yeah. this video and subscribe yeah. to the YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, and oh. maybe
1: join us live next time. Yeah. Morning to Renee as well, who's in the comments. Good to have you with us. So, oh, hi, Renee. Uh, so, um, let's go with Ella. Ella. Uh,
0: no. Oh, look, no, no, you. excuse no, me. It's you it's you. No. We
1: said we just went over it's this in the me. You said <laughs> you were going to do it. Yeah. It's me doing the. <laughs> opening prayer. prayer so
0: we're going to do our opening prayer and then we're going to get into the bible reading so heavenly father give us wisdom and understanding as as we listen to your word may we know you better love you more and learn to please you in all we do through jesus christ our lord amen amen,
2: amen.
0: our passage as i mentioned luke chapter 5 verses 12 through to 16 While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone But go, show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And what we like to do after we've done the Bible reading is to retell it in our own words. We find that's a helpful way just to sort of get the story to stick in our heads. Ella uh, is going to do that today. So finally, Ella, your turn.
2: Awesome. Thanks. Um, so Jesus is in one of the towns um, and a man who comes along who has leprosy, um, which is a skin disease. Is it still? Does it still happen in, in our modern world?
0: Uh, There is a cure for leprosy, but I believe it does still happen.
2: Yeah, okay. I don't
0: think it's been completely eradicated, but, um, yeah, it's way more treatable now than it used to be.
2: Yeah. Um, And so this leper um, sees Jesus and he falls to his face um, and says, Lord, if you're willing, make me clean. Um, And then Jesus reaches out to him um, and touches him um, and says, I am willing, be clean. Um, and then the leprosy goes away from him, like, in an instant. Um, then Jesus says to him, don't tell anyone, but go and show yourself to the priest um, who I believe is in the synagogue or the temple.
0: Synagogue. Oh, It's in a town, so it's probably synagogue, yeah?
2: Okay, yeah. Um, because
0: okay. there's only one temple, that would be Jerusalem. So... If they're in a town, probably synagogue.
2: Yeah, which is like the Jewish place of gathering. Um, and to offer um sacrifices, probably animal sacrifices, yeah.
0: Um, dunno. Could, could be like could be, it could be grain offerings, though.
2: Yeah. Um, that Moses is commanded um, so that he can be cleansed. Um not physically, I assume, but Spiritually, um, yeah, as as kind of a witness to um, the priests. Um, yeah, and then the news about um, what happened spread around um, and crowds of people came to see um, Jesus so that they could be healed of their sickness too. Um, but Jesus um, often went out to quiet, lonely places and prayed.
0: Thank you, Ella. Okay, so uh, the three questions we'd love to chat, well, we'll start with two, is what does this teach us about Jesus or God, being the same thing, uh, and what does this teach us about people? Now, this is not a long story, but <laughs> there's a fair few interesting things uh, that I'd be up for discussing uh, in this particular passage So, uh, but yeah, well, do you got? do you have something you want to throw in first (laughs) to anyone?
1: Oh, sorry. I was going to do a people one. Um, No, you can. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We can do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can
0: chop and change between them.
1: I always like whenever Jesus is like, now I've healed you, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. And then it's the next verse. Almost always it's, But news about him spread anyway. (laughs) So clearly no one is doing what they're told. (laughs) Yeah, and then
0: begs two questions like, you know, well, why why does Jesus say this? You know, don't tell anyone. And it's worth asking it in this particular situation. But I guess zooming out too, he does say it often. Mm. Like it's not the only time. I'm not sure if he said it so far. And now, looking at Luke, maybe this is the first time he said it. But I'm definitely aware of other times where he he does a miracle, heals someone, something like that, and then's like, but but don't tell people about it. Um. In this situation, though, he says, "Don't tell anyone, but do show yourself." mm Hmm. So he's not like go and hide and, you know, pretend like or keep acting like a leper. Um, so
1: it's not it's not a complete secrecy thing, is it? No. no. I wondered if the um, when Jesus says go and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded about your cleansing, was that sort of a. A way for Jesus to, I guess, reinforce that Old Testament practice, like, like you've been healed, like you we're sort of doing it the other way around in some way, and and maybe this is like a even as I think about this, maybe this is like a an example of grace that the grace that Jesus brings. That okay, so previously, if you wanted to be healed, you would have to bring these sacrifices. And then you would be healed. But I've I've just freely healed you, and now in response to that, I want you to go and offer these sacrifices.
0: Well, we hang on. I, uh, yeah. Although the sacrifices weren't for healing, were they? They were for forgiveness of sins.
1: Yeah. I guess it depends on the, what the yeah, what the meaning of cleansing is. And.
0: Uh, depends which sacrifices he's talking about but mm. i think you were meant to be like not sick when you offered the sacrifices you certainly meant to be clean so mine okay so mm. where do we get into the background of this heaps this morning but it's like when you go and offer a sacrifice to god in the old testament you know you're you're saying sorry for the things you've done wrong it's an act of repentance it's an act of saying uh God is great. I'm, I'm understanding my place in the universe as being mm. under him. Um, I'm, I'm bringing honour to him. I'm, uh, and so understanding him as holy and him as perfect. And so when I bring the sacrifice, I don't bring a rubbish sacrifice. Like mm. I don't, you know, if I'm bringing an animal, I bring my best animal, not my dud. You know yep. the runt, you know, that's got three legs or whatever. Um and I, I'm well I'm well washed you know I don't come in sweaty and um sick and whatever. So would lepers have even been allowed to offer sacrifices? They're contagious, highly contagious. Leprosy was highly contagious. You know, they're about to die. Um mm. you know it's a fatal disease. I'm not sure they would have been participating in the sacrifices, even if maybe technically they were allowed to, people probably wouldn't have let them near.
2: I don't think they were allowed in the town.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's they wouldn't have true. been allowed in. Yeah. So even if, like, by the letter of the law, the Old Testament yeah. law, they would have been allowed to do sacrifices, and maybe I'm, I'm suggesting maybe they wouldn't have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even if they were, the people in the town wouldn't have let them get close enough to do it. Yeah, okay. So now Jesus has healed this guy. He can, you know, look, no sores, I'm all healthy. So he can walk all the way into this town he wouldn't have been allowed to go into. He can get right into the center where the synagogue would be and do this sacrifice that he's never been able to do. And show himself to the priest who previously would have been told telling him to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's quite a. That's very powerful sort of
1: visual image. Yeah, true. Yeah, die in the chat uh, has yeah backed that up. Um, someone with leprosy, uh, they wouldn't have been allowed in the synagogue or anywhere near people. Um, she goes on to say, as a Jew, they would they would know what they were or were not allowed to do and what to sacrifice. So. Yeah, the con that you know, when Jesus says, Go and um, offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded you for your cleansing, like you know, there's 2000 years of context missing there. So, the, the person he was talking to um, would definitely understand, Oh, yeah, that's six doves and, and yeah, you know, mm-hmm. two bags of grain or what, like, whatever. Like that
0: would, that uh, would yeah. Happen. And if you're watching this and you're unfamiliar with this sort of thing, you know, I mean, we're a bit familiar with it, but. Um, if you're completely unfamiliar with it, it's a huge part of their tradition that that would have been a really important thing for a Jewish person is to be able to offer the sacrifices. So if you then get an illness that excludes you from doing that, mm. that would have been a huge blow for, for that person, um, apart from the fact that the illness is going to kill you as well. Mm-hmm. So to have the illness healed, obviously I'm alive, awesome, and then Jesus is also going, and now you can participate in that important tradition that has that you've been excluded from as well, so it's yeah, it's demonstrating uh, that the healing is much more than it means so much more to this person than
1: just yeah. being healthy. Even though that yeah. would be bloody awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's in some ways it's similar to what we're going through at the moment. That you know, with coronavirus, we're all locked down and we're excluded from many of the traditions that we would love to. To participate in um you know grand final weekend cup last weekend or the weekend before um you know as we said melbourne cup day for those mm. who care about horse racing um uh, but you know father's day mother's day birthdays all those all those important cultural celebrations that we have uh and we've all been excluded from those over the last um well most of this year
0: mm. well a uh, little insight i am in isolation right now i got a test for a sore throat yesterday mm-hmm. uh Don't have a sore throat this morning, so things looking good. Um, But, yeah, yeah, you get those. Yeah, we're probably starting to have an understanding of that. But you could also have an understanding of it in the sense that if you, um, I guess, if you suddenly lost the the use of your legs, um, you know, maybe you had an accident or a disease meant that you were restricted in that way. Um, Obviously, that's a blow to your health. But think of all the restrictions on what you can do now. And a bunch of the activities that may have been important and valuable to you are now gone. You know, you just can't participate them in a way, in a way that you could. And in our society, we have an emphasis on helping people continue to participate mm. in things. We have technology and so on that allows you to um, continue to participate in in things when you are limited physically. Uh, which they just didn't have access to back then, you know. Yeah. It it's it feels harsh that the people with leprosy would have been like, "No, you can't come into the synagogue," mm. but it's totally reasonable because if they had have come in, the whole town would have got leprosy and died, you know. So it's it feels mean, but it's that's a fair thing for them to ask the people with leprosy to do, you know. Like they don't have they don't have medicine, they don't have a cure for it. It's a deadly disease, like. Um, that was that's the right thing to do for the lepers not to come into the town. So, yeah,
1: um, yeah tough times back then. Yeah, um, it, it was a conversation ago, but uh, Renee has uh, basically said the same thing that you said, Kirk, in regards to uh, not being able to offer sacrifices due to his condition, um, and so it's a big deal that he can now do that. And then she follows that up with, uh, Kirk can talk faster than I write because she she typed that out as you were. Saying the same thing.
2: <laughs> uh, I think yeah, also so,
1: we've
0: there's like a 10-second delay between between yeah. us and um, yeah. people typing. So if it seems like we're super fast, we've got that that advantage. Yeah, second. We've delay. got the advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, the summary being, uh, it was it was more than just healing. It was restoring him back into his community as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Die has another answer to the, our question. What does it tell us about Jesus? Uh, Jesus has miraculous powers. He has compassion and he has a mission. Um, Do not tell anyone, go to the priest. Not sure what are you talking? Is that Jesus's mission? Di? Can you clarify that for me? I'm not sure. More information on that one. Yeah. I agree with, I agree with the first two that he he obviously has miraculous powers. Uh, He obviously has compassion. The guy says, if you're willing, will you heal me? And he says, yes, I am willing. And um, yeah, definitely agree with those two points, but I'm not, I, I, I understand, yes, Jesus has a mission, but with your context, I don't quite get what you're saying, man. But yeah. Ella, what do you think about the
0: way the guy asks to be healed in verse 12?
2: Yeah, it's really, it's really dramatic, isn't it? Like, it's, well, I guess it's not dramatic in the context of like this guy's got leprosy and Jesus is his only chance. Um, But I guess it's, dramatic in the sense that he's really acknowledging the um, fact that Jesus has that ability and really pleading um, to Jesus to be to be healed.
0: Yeah. It, it's he's put yeah like if you the if you are willing factor is interesting isn't it? Yeah. It's not a please heal me. Um, I don't know. I find that an interesting one. You know, it's not a please help me. It's like you can do this. If you want to, you can do this. It's not a question. It's a statement.
2: There's also, I guess, yeah. before he says he's begging him, which I guess.
0: Sure, yeah. So maybe there is, a, maybe there is an element of questioning in there that we lose in the translation. Mm. It, it, I want, Oh, yeah. Like our third question is um, what does this, what, you know, what, what do we learn about from this passage that we can bring into our life today? Mm. Um, and so you know, how, this, how should this passage affect the way we live? I wonder when it comes to, to asking for healing today, So I believe that that God still does heal today. Um, I wonder if this guy's a, is this this guy a good model? The way he
1: asks. Uh, I think so in some ways, because he's assuming like he's not questioning can like he's not saying are you able to like can you actually do it he's assuming yes he's assuming yes you i know you have the power to heal me hmm. so now the question is will will you um so i guess yeah in some ways i would say yes like yeah i think bringing elements of the way he asks into how we ask similarly yeah He's on his face too. There's an element of humility
0: there, like
2: yeah.
0: certainly acknowledging Jesus' authority or Jesus' um, power in that situation. Mm. He doesn't. He's not sort of standing back and going, "Go on, prove yourself." You know, uh, mm. you know, I'll oh, I'll really believe in you if you heal me, which mm. I have certainly been guilty of requesting. Healing under that sort of thing, you know, or having the like, please come on, like I really hope this, you know, this works. <laughs> um, which are are both, I think, understandable ways to think about healing from a human point of view. Uh, but this guy's, I guess, got higher expectations than that.
2: Do we want to talk about healing
0: and?
1: What yeah, do you what? want to? Because if you want to, we will. <laughs> well, can I can I throw in a comment then? Cat uh, has said um, that it's super cool, which I think she means by she means interesting. Um, it's interesting that uh, leprosy damages your nervous system and ability to feel pain. This is why people develop sores, etc., etc. So Jesus heals this man by restoring his ability to feel pain. Okay. She goes on to say, it's very countercultural because we generally avoid pain at all costs. Mm. Imagine you go, all right, Jesus,
0: can you heal my leprosy, but not all of it. What I want you to do.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: give me a, a little bit of pain. Heal
0: all the sores and all that bit, but just leave the pain in there.
1: <laughs> mm. It's an interesting thought.
2: Mm. But what it does do is it heals his relationship to society again.
1: Mm. Yeah. Which, of course,
0: can also not, it's not automatically always good, is it? No.
2: Um,
0: It's not, yeah, it's funny with these healing stories. You can't just go, and then he lived happily ever after. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, sometimes I think we think this, don't we, like a miraculous thing I've had multiple conversations with people, you know, they've experienced a, a level one miracle, as we talked about, I think, last week, you know, like a full-on things like only God could do that. Yeah. And then they get a bit miffed when their life doesn't go perfectly after that and they've still got conflict with people in their family and, you know, they lose their job or whatever and they go, well, hang on, God did a miracle. God's real. He loves me. Why is this crap still happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Why isn't everything fixed now? It's like, well, yeah, like the world's still the world, like you know, like God's yeah. good and He loves you and He's demonstrated that to you. But now you've got to sort of, you know, spend time. You know, you've got to got to partner with Him to
1: to navigate the challenges of of living here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, spoiler alert: um, things aren't always easy for for Christians. <laughs> uh, I just look at the life of Jesus, uh, or any of the disciples, like yeah, they were all witness to these these miracles. Uh, they were all there, and uh, like I can't remember the stats on it, but the vast majority of them were killed for their belief. Um, it's yeah, it's not yeah. a it's not a golden ticket following Jesus. It's often quite the opposite. And I wonder if that ties in. Maybe
0: we pick up the the last couple of verses of the passage. Does that tie in what you just said there, Andy, with the reason Jesus says to not tell people and often heading off by himself to pray like that? Um, There was a lot of pressure, like actually doing these amazing things did create its own troubles for Jesus actually. Um, I can't imagine being followed everywhere by crowds was a particularly pleasant experience. Mm. Um, you know that pressure of expectation building, particularly in a culture that's expecting this messiah figure, that, you know God's chosen one, to come and free us from the Roman Empire, etc. Um, to have that that sort of looming over you all the time. Um,
2: I'd like to think that even if Jesus wasn't under pressure, he'd still withdraw and pray in
0: quiet places. Is this the first time we've seen him do it in Luke? No. No, It's happened already?
1: Yeah.
2: Happened when you weren't here, Kirk. You missed Uh, it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Kirk had
1: withdrawn to a quiet (laughs) place. Yeah, yeah, but it's something, and I think we made this comment when we first read it but it's something that it's something that pops up um with with reasonable regularity um and i think this this was probably part of our takeaway from that episode as well but it like it's just a good reminder you know it it does happen several times throughout the gospels that that jesus withdraws to a quiet place and spends time uh with his heavenly father it's a good thing to do it was twice in two chapters
0: you know, so and that repetition, I think, when we see authors repeat things like that, and it it's not super related. I mean, Ali, maybe you've picked that up. Like, it's not super related to the to the situation. Um. So that the author's repeating that Jesus does this, uh, I think, is making a point that you know this is not just. I'm not just including this because it happened. I'm including it because it's important. I want the author saying, I want you to notice this, that Jesus did it. Um, That's the value of us looking at Luke over a number of weeks is seeing those repetitions as well instead of just seeing it in isolation. Yeah.
1: And I mean, verse 16 includes the word often as well. So this is not, you know, this day when there were lots of crowds, he withdrew. It's like, well, there were lots of crowds a lot of the time, but, but Jesus kept seeking out the quiet places. Yeah. Um, it was part of his his routine, I guess. Yeah. And some ways this is, you know, that sort of thing is why we've
0: we've started this this stream, you know, this regular stream to help people have uh, a time with God's word. Obviously it's not quiet and lonely because you've got us here. <laughs> um, but uh if put us on mute, it'll be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I encourage you in a minute, you know, when we finish, um, uh, which we will finish in about one minute, um, you know, have that quiet moment. Don't just Mm. click us off and rush off, but um, take that time um, to yourself um, or Mm. or schedule one in for tomorrow or later in the day to do those sort of things. Mm. Good chat, guys. I feel like we could talk more about healing. We could talk uh, more about Jesus being willing. There's lots of stuff there.
2: Jewish tradition, yeah.
0: Yeah. There is more healing next week, so I think we can get back into that topic. So I'm glad that, you know, I feel like there's like, well, we could have gone there, there, and there, but there's more (laughs) of that next week, so I think we can get back into it. Uh, Ella, do you want to close us in prayer?
2: Sure can do. Thank you. Lord and Heavenly Father. You have brought us here safely to this new day. Keep us by your mighty power, protect us from sin, guard us from every kind of danger, and in all we do this day, direct us in the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thanks uh, to Di in the comments. She says, what a blessing. I think that was in response to um, us being here, having having this, this time together. Uh, thanks, Di. It's a blessing to be able to to do this and and to have this start to the morning. Um, yeah, and I think if you find this particularly helpful, um, Di, Kat, Renee, uh, Kaz in the in the chat. Um, apologies if I missed anyone who's who's been chatting. Um, but sh- share this. Uh, put it up on your Facebook or or send it to someone that you think would get something out of it. Uh, encourage them to join us next week. Um, because we would love to see to see more people engaging with this and more people reading the Bible with us uh, each week. Um, yeah, that's that's a great way to finish. I think I absolutely <laughs> agree. Tuesday next week. Until
0: then, bye. See bye yeah. everyone.